The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use a promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PricePix. PricePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PricePix.com and use a promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of your free picks and podcasts. You are listening to your final World Cup qualifying show of 2021 with the European World Cup qualifying concluding tonight and tomorrow and South American World Cup qualifying continuing early part of next year. We are just one year away from Qatar 2022 as the World Cup will be hosted by a country with one of the worst human rights records on the planet. I'm your host, Billy, and you can follow me on my Twitter account. That's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. That is the Twitter account of the Soccer Gambling Podcast, which you guys should all be subscribed to by now. If you do that, you will also get my other podcast here on the feed, which is Bet MUFC. You can follow Bet MUFC on the Twitter. That's at Bet MUFC, at Bet MUFC. And to get all of my additional content, check out my website, lockbetting.com. We are halfway through the month, but it has been a grind this month. So you haven't missed too much if you haven't signed up yet. So it still may be worth signing up here for the second half of the month to get yourself plays on tennis, on the NBA, on the NFL, on soccer, on WWE, on anything else that we cover as we look for our 102nd month in a row of Transparent Track Profit. The 101st month is currently the pinned tweet over at the Twitter account, at SGP Soccer. That was a month that saw us have a very bad last two days, which took our profit down to £1,200, which is good for over $1,600. The previous month, we delivered £4,100, 41 units. That's good for over $5,500. So we still made over $7,000 across the last two months. But as I said, the last two days were a disappointment. And this month has been a very, very hard grind. We have been boosted, though, by a winning futures parlay, which we started in March for the European World Cup qualifiers. We put 10 units down. That's our biggest bet of all time, a 10-unit play on a five-team qualification parlay, and I'm happy to report that it has cashed. It cashed last night with Spain beating Sweden by a goal to nil. That means our five teams have all gone on to win their group, and that may sound skillless, but nothing skillless when it cashes, especially when it's a plus 140 parlay, and also... We avoided many selections that were more difficult or may have even lost, such as Portugal not winning their group. We didn't have Portugal. Portugal lost their group yesterday to Serbia. We didn't get involved in that. We don't have Italy, whose group may be determined by goal difference. More on that later. It's going to be a toughie. No, we had five winners, all winning comfortably. And as I said, we landed our clients 14 units from a 10-unit play, 14 units in profit. Biggest play of all time, cashing on the World Cup qualifying group stages. So 
Don't miss out on futures, as I always say. If you do sign up over at LockBetting.com, the futures record now is 81% all time. So, yes, we put out plays every single day. Yes, we have winning records in all of those plays. We're having a successful NFL season with eight winning weeks out of nine so far. And uh, obviously, everybody knows what I do in the soccer. I've been hosting soccer here on the SGP for seven years. But we are winning in all sports. And in particular, we are absolutely smashing it with our futures. And we always have done. You shouldn't be betting sports and looking to make money in sports betting if you aren't betting futures. If you don't have the patience to bet futures, if you are in this to make a quick buck, you're not in sports investing. I'm in sports investing. You're in sports gambling. You're in sports betting. That's not what I do. I do sports investing. That's why I have an 81% record in futures. So if you do come on board and sign up for my service and you want to be a part of lockbetting.com, a, a website that has genuinely delivered 101 months of transparent track profit, that's why I use a Patreon page. If you go over to lockbetting.com, you'll see it diverts to a Patreon page, which is where it's hosted. That's because it allows my clients to comment underneath every single post. If you look at every single PL spreadsheet on there, you will see that there are comments underneath every single one. That's because every single member has license to comment. It's like a mini social media. Therefore, if I fudged my books, if I removed bets that were losers, if I added bets as winners that I never gave out to clients, it will be picked up on immediately. This is 100% transparent track profit. And as I said, I'll reiterate, it is often boosted by a futures record of 81%. And certainly this month where we've been grinding, we've had some winning days, we've had some losing days, we've had more winning days than usual. It's been very, very much a 50-50 month so far. And that's me being transparent alone, so I don't need to talk about that. Suddenly we come in, boom, full 14 units immediately added to our profits and bankroll via a future that I put out in March 2021. And most of the time, you won't have to wait anywhere near that long. Bear in mind, these are all the World Cup qualifiers. These teams have had to play up to 10 games to get through to the World Cup. So this is probably the longest you'll have to wait. And as I said, if you don't have the patience to do that, then we are very much in a different game. I'm in sports investing and you are in sports gambling, my friend. Moving on to the slate, I've picked out a selection of games. That's how these World Cup qualifiers go. If we covered every single match, uh, there would be no point in me having a premium service. And in addition to that, we were probably looking at a two-hour podcast because there are a ridiculous amount of World Cup qualifiers to go through. And at this point, a lot of them are completely irrelevant. Let's start here with England's trip to San Marino, where England are looking for a point to win their group. I've already marked this off as a winner. England were one of the group winners. There, There's no way they don't get a point here from this game away to San Marino. They are the 1-500 to favourites to win it. It's 33-1 to here on the draw, and it's 80-1 to here on San Marino. When you're looking at this game, you're really looking at the handicap market and you're trying to figure out how big England are going to win this game. It's 10 to 11 on San Marino plus five and a half and it's 10 to 11 on England minus 5.5 here on the Asian handicap market. I think England will cover that line. I think they'll win convincingly. They were more than convincing last time out against Albania. That was one of the best England performances I've seen for a long time, including all through the Euros. 
Obviously, they decided to take their foot off the gas in the second half. But the first half performance, I think, was the best England have played for a long time because Albania aren't mugs. They were in contention to qualify here from this group and England just simply took them apart. We have seen throughout this qualification process, we've seen teams make a meal out of uh, minnows. And I don't think that Albania can be classed as minnows. San Marino certainly are. And it would very much surprise me if England didn't win by a bigger scoreline here than they did against Albania, especially given the fact that there are still players here that are looking to make a statement. Harry Kane, for me, is going to have to start this game. Harry Kane hasn't been good at club level, but he did score a hat-trick against Albania. And he'll be looking to start this game and grab another hat-trick. What are people going to say then when Harry Kane goes back to Tottenham having scored six international goals and two hat-tricks for England? Suddenly, it looks like a player who's a different player. Suddenly, it looks like a player who's confident. Suddenly, it looks like the old Harry Kane again that's going to scare defences, not the Harry Kane that's been playing with his dummy in his mouth and hasn't wanted to play for Tottenham so far this season. Maybe he'll be a rejuvenated Harry Kane and Antonio Conte will be able to get something out of him because so far... um, Nuno Spirito Santo hasn't inherited the Harry Kane that's been at Tottenham in previous seasons and it's been embarrassing to watch at times here. So I think Harry Kane realises that. I think he want to win over the Tottenham supporters once again. And uh, I think coming off the back of two international hat-tricks, that would bode well here for Harry Kane. I'm talking about hat-tricks here, particularly because San Marino will give him the opportunity to get that. England, I think for me, are going to win this game by six or seven goals. And bearing in mind, Harry Kane is the main striker who's going to be getting the most opportunities. This does offer an opportunity for Harry Kane to actually go back-to-back with hat-tricks here for England. San Marino have conceded 36 goals across their nine defeats in this group. The hosts were thumped seven won by Poland at home in September. It's surprising to see that even scored in that game. That won't be happening today. And uh, England have recorded four wins by at least four key goals across their last six outings. I'm going for a 6-0 win here for England today. That in particular is available at 6-1. And as I mentioned, I also like Harry Kane to score a hat-trick in this game. That's at a short price, though. You will have to take that at 2-1 to one in this game. That's probably one of the shortest prices you'll ever see for a player to score three goals. He's actually 1-2, to two, minus 200 to score twice here in this game and minus 700 to score once. So ridiculous odds kind of uh, shows you what sort of game it's going to be. One thing that will be interesting will be to see some of the fringe players come in. I think Harry Kane definitely starts. I think Harry Maguire, Maguire starts here as well. I think you see the two Harry playing in this game but I think Harry Maguire will have himself a different defensive partner and I think Harry Kane will have different people all around him different midfielders different wingers as Gareth Southgate decides to rotate his squad but a rotated squad should be nothing to worry about here at all these are top players top Premier League players um, internationals as well far, far better than what San Marino have got. They're going to be part-timers. And no matter who comes in and plays this game, if you're in an England squad, you should be well-equipped to destroy this San Marino team. So England, minus 5.5 on the Asian handicap with uh, Harry Kane scoring a hat-trick at 2-1. to one. They will be my leans here for this game. Up next, we are going to be collectively focusing on Group C, where Italy and Switzerland are the top two teams. They played each other in a 1-1 draw last time out. That was a top play over at lockbetting.com where we took the under, but it got very, very sweaty at the end with Jorginho missing a penalty. It was sweaty all the way through, actually, because it was a half-time score of 1-1, which wasn't ideal when you're playing an under two and a half goals. But we got there in the end, got a very, very good price on that play. 
So that did nothing really to separate these two teams who have identical records going into today's games. Uh, Italy have played seven, won four and drawn three. They've had a massive, massive dip in form coming back from the Euros and have allowed Switzerland back into this group. They've also played seven, won won four and drawn three. Both teams sitting on 15 points. Both teams have also only conceded two goals. They went into the game against each other, having only conceded one goal each in their six qualifying games. They've now doubled that, conceding against each other. So Italy lead the group having scored 13 and conceded two, whereas Switzerland have scored 11 and conceded two. So Italy's GD is 11 and Switzerland's is nine. This is the most interesting thing to focus on today because Switzerland are very much in a position where they could overtake Italy. They would need to win by two more goals than Italy or they would need a favour from Northern Ireland, who would obviously take points off Italy if they were to draw with them, meaning that Switzerland can overtake Italy by winning and by Italy drawing away to Northern Ireland. There is no doubt in my mind that Italy have the harder game. So we're going to break these two games down individually and we're going to look at if if Switzerland can overcome this two-goal deficit and leapfrog Italy or whether Northern Ireland can actually get something and do Switzerland a big favour, meaning they will only need to win this game. Northern Ireland are available at 12-1 to 1 to win that game. It's 17-4 to 4 on the draw and it's 1-3 to 3 on Italy. So if you look at the double chance market, there is an 11-4 to 4 price available on Northern Ireland to do Italy that favour. I don't think that they will. I think Italy do go to Northern Ireland and win this game. Obviously, they're going to have to keep their back door tight. I don't think there'll be too much threat here from Northern Ireland. The only issue, I think, will be breaking down this Northern Ireland team who are going to sit quite deep and make themselves difficult to break down. I'll be looking to nick this game on the break. But I think with Italy's quality, they will find a way to break through and get this win against Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland have failed to score in four of their seven group games, which is why I think they don't pose a massive Stranger to Italy at the other end. The hosts have struggled in this campaign following the departure of Michael O'Neill. That was the key point. Not that I think they could have competed with Italy and Switzerland anyway, which is probably why O'Neill decided to go. And uh, Italy have kept a clean sheet in five of their last seven matches in qualifying. And as we remember, they went into um, Euro 2020, which they won with 11 clean sheets in a row as part of that crazy unbeaten run that they went on. I think that Italy do win this game. I think they win this game to nil as well. You can get that one here at 7-10. to 10. I think that is a very good way to bet this game because I do think Italy win this game and they do keep the uh, the back door closed. The only thing they think they need to worry about is Switzerland destroying Bulgaria today. And bear in mind, neither Northern Ireland or Bulgaria have anything to play for. So... It'll be interesting to see if one of those two teams are complacent and don't really provide too much resistance, allowing themselves to be slaughtered by either Italy or by Switzerland today, allowing one or the other to take the group. But I think there's strong supporting data here, given that Northern Ireland have failed to score in um, four of their seven group games so far. And this is being this being one of the toughest games that you can face in this group, a game against Italy, who were the favourites to win it. 
But as I said, Italy have had a little bit of a drop-off. So for me, it would be surprising to see Italy all of a sudden putting Northern Ireland to the sword, winning 3 or 4 nil here in this game. As for Switzerland and Bulgaria, Switzerland are the 1-8 favourites to win that game. It's 13-2 here on the draw and it's 16-1 on Bulgaria. Immediately, you're going to start racing to the handicaps and see what kind of scoreline Switzerland are going to need to put up here to win this group. I think 4-0 would probably do it. For them to cover a minus 3.5 handicap, though, you would have to take the price of 23 to 10, which shows you that the bookies don't quite think that they have enough firepower to do that. The 50-50 line here is on Switzerland minus 2.5. Obviously, they would need to win by three goals to cover that. And the, the minus 1.5 here is available at 2 to 5. For me, I'm going to go for the same bet that we just looked at in the last game. I think in order for Switzerland to be looking to cover a, a handicap scoreline here or to uh, improve their, their GD, I think they're going to have to keep the back door closed. I don't think they're going to want to concede a goal against Bulgaria in this game because it means they have to score more goals. And Switzerland's creativity has been their problem somewhat here in this group. So I think the first thing you need to do, I think the first thing both teams need to do is keep their back door closed and not concede a goal and just focus on controlling the game as much as you can, dominating possession of the ball and creating as many chances as you can and scoring as often as you possibly can without allowing the opposition to to ruin your goal difference by scoring themselves and see where you are at the end of the game. Don't forget, Switzerland have the easier game here. They're at home against a team who are lower in the group. Bulgaria are lower than Northern Ireland, albeit just by goal difference. But Bulgaria are away from home here. Northern Ireland are at home. There is more pride when you're playing at home in front of your supporters. Obviously, also, they're going to want to see how they measure up against the European champions. For for Switzerland, this is a much easier game. This is a nothing game from Bulgaria. There's really no incentive. There's no supporters there. They're not playing in front of their home team. Um, The name of Switzerland is lower than Italy. So you're not testing yourselves there against the European champions. I think Northern Ireland definitely show up. And I'm not sure Bulgaria do. But as I said, as I've reiterated for both of these games, it's important to keep your back door closed. And for Switzerland, they've only conceded two goals so far and seven in this group. One of them was against Italy. Italy themselves have only conceded two goals as well. So I also like Switzerland to win to nil here as much as I like Italy to win to nil. Both are at the same price. Italy to win to nil here is at seven to ten. Um, Switzerland to win to nil is also at 7-10. to 10. My preference is to go with Switzerland simply because I just think Bulgaria will be a little more um, incentivized to do anything in that game. Switzerland need to match or better Italy result and overhaul the two-goal difference deficit to the Azzurri, don't forget. Uh, Switzerland have won seven of their last eight home games. Bulgaria have lost eight of their last 14 away games. Bulgaria's performance against Italy was very much evidence of how teams rise to the occasion against the Italians. They did hold the hangover-ridden Azuri in September, it's fair to say, because it was right after the Euros, but they did hold them to a one-all draw. That was a surprise group, the surprise result in this group that has blown it wide open, yet they still found a way to lower their performance and lose to Lithuania last month. And with nothing on the game here, I don't see them in trouble in the Swiss defence. I think they'll end up winning this game 3 or 4-0 and we'll just have to wait and see if that's enough to take them to the top of the group and take over Italy. We've already seen 
Portugal drop down to the playoffs. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that this kind of thing can happen and Switzerland can overhaul Italy. They're just going to have to put up a decent scoreline and hope for a, uh, a favour here from Northern Ireland with Northern Ireland either keeping the score respectable or by avoiding a defeat altogether, opening things up for the Swiss. So my plays are going to be both teams to win to nil here. Italy are at 7-10. to 10. Switzerland are available at 7-10 to 10 as well or around about that region. Final two games here from Europe centre around Group G where Holland should have won the group but they let a two-goal lead slip away to Montenegro. They were 2-0 up and got held to a 2-2 draw. They lead the group on 20 points. Two points clear of Turkey and Norway who are separated by goal difference. Now Holland play Norway. If Holland just draw this game that's enough for them to qualify here as the group winners given their goal difference is 23 goals. Turkey will probably need to win away to Montenegro to make sure that they go through. However, if Holland beat Norway, a point will be enough for Turkey to maintain second place. So we have everything to play for here. We will begin with the game here between Norway and Holland. Holland here are the 4-9 to nine home favourites. It's 7-2 to to draw and it's 11-2 on Norway. Everybody wants to see Haaland at the next World Cup, but Haaland isn't in a position to do anything because he's out injured. So Holland are going to be facing a Norway team without Haaland and I think Holland will make up for what happened last time out against Montenegro and win this game comfortably. I'm going to take Holland to cover a handicap here of minus 1.5, but my main play here will be on Holland to win the game with over two and a half goals scored, which is available at six to five plus money. The Netherlands have won their last three matches with a combined total of 17 goals scored in those games, 16-4 and one against. Norway have actually managed to score in 13 of the last 14 away in the Nations League and qualifying fixtures. However, they are without Haaland here, but I still think they should be able to get a goal against a team that just conceded two late on against Montenegro, Montenegro despite having the likes of uh, Van Dijk in their defence. So Holland and over two and a half goals here could all be scored by Holland as they look to recover from what happened against Montenegro that was very very disappointing this is a bounce back spot for him here and that will subsequently end Norway's chances of being at the next World Cup but Turkey also travelled to Montenegro looking for something they are the team looking to co- uh, looking to get into second place and go through to the playoffs they are the 4-6 favourites to get that away win Holland couldn't get it's 11-4 on the draw and it's 17-4 here on Montenegro Montenegro have nothing to play for but they are at home so do expect them to continue playing with some pride I think this will be a game that has some goals in it there are four goals in Montenegro's home game here against um, Holland we only need three here to catch the over two and a half goals which is available at plus money at 11 to 10 at least three goals have been scored in six of Turkey's last seven games and at least three goals have been scored in five on Montenegro's last seven so the statistical data supports a high scoring game but I think Turkey will come out on top and end up winning this game but my strongest lean is going to be on the over two and a half goals at plus money here at 11 to 10 so that takes us out of europe and we're going to now move to south american qualification the standout game in world cup qualification this week will be between brazil and argentina but before we get to that we're going to look at this game here between bolivia and uruguay where bolivia are the nine to four home underdogs it's 11 to five the draw and uruguay here are available at 13 to 10 
Big price on Uruguay, you may think, but Uruguay has certainly dipped as a top team. They are relying on old strikers to carry the team, and at the moment, it isn't happening for them. They are outside the World Cup qualification uh, qualification places. This is an absolute must-win game, but given the previous matches between these two teams, I do think this is a game that Uruguay will win. Bolivia were well beaten by Peru on Friday, whereas Uruguay played well in their defeat at home to Argentina, but now they cannot afford to drop any more points in their remaining qualifiers. The good thing here for them is that they play Bolivia, who they have beaten in their last four head-to-head meetings. So I think Uruguay will scrap to a win here. I think they offer some decent value here at Plus Money, and I'm going to take Uruguay to win this game on the money line here at 13-10. to We now move on to that game of the week. It is Brazil travelling to Argentina, where Argentina are protecting a 26-match unbeaten run. If you look at this realistically... Despite the fact this is a glamorous game and one of the biggest rivalries in world football, it doesn't really matter. These two teams are safely in the top four. So they are just playing out a rivalry game here. Brazil are going to comfortably top South American qualifying and Argentina are going to come in in second place. But they're still not going to want to lose to one another. And Argentina in particular are going to want to maintain this long 26-match unbeaten run. They haven't lost or they've been unbeaten since a 2-0 loss to Brazil dating back all the way to July 2019. And Brazil will want revenge here and they'll want to take this um, and want to end this 26-match unbeaten run, especially after... Argentina won the Copa America final. I like under two and a half goals here as my main play. And that may be off-putting for people because you see the attacking talent, you see the team, you go Brazil, Argentina, surely this isn't over. Well, the under is at um, at four to six minus 150 for a reason. You're laying juice on the under here for a reason. The final in the Copa America only ended 1-0. And these two teams are heavily built from the back. They are very, very strong at the back. And I think they will find it difficult to break each other down in what will be a cagey game with loads of bookings more bookings than goals guaranteed argentina have kept five clean sheets coming into this five clean sheets in a row sorry coming into this game brazil have conceded just three goals away from home in all of qualifying and under two and a half goals has actually landed in nine of brazil's 13 qualifiers in this world cup qualifying campaign and in addition to that These two sides have played 24 qualifying matches between them so far. And between them, they have only conceded 10 goals in those 24 qualifiers. So I think this is going to be a cagey game. I think Brazil will obviously be keen to win it, although the pressure is off them for qualifying. They'll want to end this 26-match unbeaten run. They'll want revenge for the Copa America. And as for Argentina, I don't think they're bothered about trying to eclipse Brazil for top place. I think that's well beyond them here at the moment. They've had too many draws. But at the end of the day, they are still undefeated. And that'll be their priority coming out of this match with 27 matches. Would they like to win it? Yeah, of course. Would Brazil like to win it? Yeah, of course. But I think most importantly, these two teams are going to want to come away with this with no injuries because obviously both of these teams possess top players at a club level and therefore I think this will be a cagey game here where teams try and hold on to as much possession as they can not too many chances and uh, I think ultimately both teams will be satisfied here with a draw therefore I'm going to go for under two and a half goals here which I actually think is at a decent price of four to six minus 150 here in this one closing out with your lock on the show 
look, and I say on these shows, on these international shows, and I say it over on the European show, over at LockBetting.com and the Europa League show as well, you have loads and loads and loads and loads of fixtures. So when I talk about games here in particular, they're either really important key games, which I have done here on this show and what I do on the Champions League, or they are plays that I really, really like. So it's almost like getting a bunch of premium plays. So with that said... I'm going to close out your international shows here for 2021 with two locks. You're going to get a double lock here. The first one is very, very straightforward. I like the under in that game between Argentina and Brazil. Neither one of them two want to lose to each other. So I think it's going to be a cagey game that goes in line with the statistical data in terms of how many goals these two teams have conceded so far and how they played against each other last time in the Copa America final. And as for your second lock, I'm torn between Italy to nil and Switzerland to nil. I just think Northern Ireland will have a little bit more emotion. They're both great plays, but I just think Italy's game is a little bit more difficult. I don't think Bulgaria turn up in this spot. This is a Switzerland team that have conceded just two goals so far in qualifying. Bulgaria have no reason to really put out a momentous effort. And I think Switzerland cruise to a comfortable win and keep the back door closed. And that lock is available to you at the best price of 71 to 100. That's it for me and your international shows here for 2021. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.